turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. We are joined now by Adam Mill, a lawyer specializing in labor and employment and public administration law and a contributor to The Federalist, American Greatness, and The Daily Caller. Adam, thanks for being on the program. Oh, John, thank you for, so much for having me, and thank you for all that you do. Well, thanks. Adam, I want to talk about your piece in American Greatness, which I think is really interesting. And the headline is, Is the Corporate Leftist Media Rewarding Riots? Tell our listeners about that. How, how is the corporate leftist media rewarding riots? Okay, so there's been a fascinating crack into the behind the scenes, what's going on between this this kind of pipeline between social justice warriors and the, the, the corporate media. And this has come about because of a guy by the name of John Sullivan. Now, John Sullivan uh, was an organizer for BLM-aligned uh, riots and, and demonstrations. In fact, he's previously been arrested for playing a role in a riot in which somebody was uh, was shot. Uh, a motorist was shot for trying to just pass through an intersection in Utah. Uh, and he's, he's given speeches denouncing Donald Trump. But somehow he found himself in with that scrum that penetrated the Capitol building in January 6th. And he, he recorded everything. And as he was recording, he recorded himself encouraging the other rioters to burn the Capitol building down, to break down doors. He even uh, recorded himself confessing to breaking up a window. Then when he's done, when he was done with the uh, the riot, he went to several media interests, including CNN, ABC, a number of other interests, and he sold the footage of the riot, the riot that he helped direct, the, the, that he participated in, uh, that he encouraged. He sold these uh, this footage, and he got a lot of money for it. He got $35,000 from CNN. I think he got another uh, $35,000 from another uh, major network. Uh, and, and when you put them all together, uh, it probably runs somewhere between $80,000 and over $120,000 just for his footage of himself helping to direct um, this this uh, Capitol Hill event. Even, Adam, even let me just, let me just to... pause you for a second, Adam, if I might, to just kind of emphasize yeah. that point. So here's a guy, he's a left-wing activist, he's, he's an anti-Trump activist, he's got a violent history participating in riots, he, uh, he goes to Washington on January 6th, and, uh, and he's one of the people, you know, doing this riot that everyone tells us is being carried out by pro-Trump partisans. Certainly not true in his case. And he films himself. He films the riot. He films himself encouraging people to burn down the Capitol. And then he goes out and mainstream, allegedly mainstream news outlets like CNN and ABC pay him sums adding up to something like $80,000 to reward him for his part in this riot that they, that they all say they're so appalled by. That's, that's just astonishing. Yeah, but the story keeps getting better. Uh, so he actually, he filmed himself, one of the things he filmed himself doing was intimidating two Capitol Police officers into abandoning their posts so that the, the crowd could continue past that door. 
So uh, after, after he was done with this, uh, his brother recognized, um, a guy by the name of um, James Sullivan, recognized him in some of these videos that, um, that were released on the news, and he turned his brother into the FBI. So finally, the FBI goes to visit him, they interview him. He admits to everything freely, uh, gives the FBI access to all the videos, and the, um, the U.S. attorney ends up indicting him for pretty much the same crimes that all these other uh, Trump supporters were indicted for, but there was an important difference. The Trump supporters were typically given either very high bail or held uh, with no bail. A number of them are just being held in prison with no way of, of getting out while they await trial. And, and it can take a year. It can take a two years to get to, to get to trial. So, you know, I mean, it's a pretty terrible sanction. But this guy, uh, John Sullivan, he was let out without any bail. He was just let out on his own recognizance. And then uh, as conditions of this freedom, this free freedom, he was told not to engage in his activities that he does for a company he founded called Insurgents USA. He immediately violates those restrictions, and the government comes back to court and says, um, hey, he violated his restrictions, his conditions of, of release. Uh, we want him taken to custody. The magistrate judge's reaction to this is to say, well, the restrictions are too tough. So instead of making him post a cash bond or taking him into custody, she relaxes the restrictions and says, well, you can continue getting on social media and saying what, pretty much whatever you want. You just can't organize any violent riots. But he can, you know, do, he's free to do whatever, whatever he wants beyond that. So you know, there's this idea in journalist ethics that you're not supposed to pay people to create stories. But John Sullivan, uh, one of the reasons he's being allowed to do this is he's made the case to the court persuasively. He's persuaded the court of this, that this is what he does. Insurgents USA, the business model is he attends these riots and these uh, these violent events and he gathers hot footage of it and then he sells it back to the uh, networks. Now, of course, he has an incentive to try and stir things up and make things a little bit more exciting. And that's exactly what he did in the Capitol. He he encouraged people to commit very serious felonies. And uh, uh, and when he was arrested, they basically just let him wait for trial without uh, without taking him into custody. It's really it's really an incredible story. It really is. And then and then when he gets caught, identified and caught, he actually gets preferential treatment compared compared with the other rioters, the ones that he was urging on. And as you say, he actually uh, helped to get others inside the Capitol building by intimidating two of the Capitol guards uh, that were they were guarding one of the entrances. Yeah, and I think it, it it gives rise to the question, you know, were there other was he alone? Was he the only one of these kind of uh, uh, moles in that group who was there to encourage these Trump supporters to take, you know, um, and I'm not excusing the Trump supporters. I mean, whoever whoever was there in the Capitol, um, you know, I mean, they're violating the law and, and committing acts of violence. And, and uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly who they were, but there was a minority of the ones who were there to protest. Uh, but it does look like they were encouraged by outside sources to include this John Sullivan guy who hated Trump. Now, why would a Trump hater encourage Trump supporters to burn down the Capitol and uh, uh, and destroy property, break break down doors? I mean, I'll leave that to your imagination to wonder why that might be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we ever have gotten any clear accounting or understanding of who these people were uh, that were engaging in, in, in the violent acts. I mean, there were tens of thousands, if not 100,000 of pro-Trump people there, you know, peacefully demonstrating this really was a mostly peaceful protest, which is the way the, the media likes to describe riots, right? This really was mostly peaceful. 
But do we really have any idea? I mean, for example, the guy with the fur hat and the, and the horns. I don't know. You know, call, call me a cynic, okay? I, I don't, that guy does not look like a Republican to me. But, I, you know, who knows? But, but do we have any real yeah, understanding? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's – no, I don't think we do. There's a video of several Trump supporters basically standing there trying to get the police to go get backup. What's his name from InfoWars? I mean, that, that guy's kind of a wackadoodle himself. But he was, he was screaming to try and, you know, try and stop the incursion into the Capitol uh, because I think there were some people who recognized what this was early on, which was it was going to undermine the legitimacy of you know, legitimate political protest and the legitimate peaceful demonstrations by taking it, taking it a, step, a step too far. And that's exactly what's happened. And, and now um, there are all these, you know, all this, Washington, D.C. has been turned into a, an armed camp with uh, the military. The military is being scoured for, you know, politically unappetizing individuals. Uh, a number of the D.C. police, the, the Capitol Police, have now been put on paid administrative leave. Some have been suspended. So it's, you know, I mean, it, there is kind of a feeling that there's a purge in the air now with as a result of the, uh, the Capitol Hill riot. All right, Adam Mill, thank you very much for being on the Dan Prof Show. We're going to go to a break and be back with more. Exposing political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.